welcome, welcome to the Connected Generation. My name is Nikia Anani and I am your host. On the Connected Generation, we explore all things legacy wealth, legacy enterprise, precisely how can you build wealth and an enterprise that would outlive you and continue to have sustained positive impact, not only over space, but also over time. And we explore all these themes with authenticity, curiosity, inviting guests from all over the world to share their journeys, to share their stories, to inspire, as well as to teach on their topics of specialty. And this week, I was joined by Jonathan West. Jonathan has a fascinating story and is a truly inspirational human being. He's the founder of Time Capsule Family Connections. And what they do at Time Capsules is really unique. So they ask questions about a person and the idea is to preserve their legacy using technology and such that their family members can retrieve these messages at different points in time. And how Jonathan got to this place was that, unfortunately, he lost his father when he was quite young at the age of five and firsthand navigated how difficult it was to learn about a loved one after they passed away. And so he dedicated his work to see that other people would never have to metaphorically lose a loved one again, because if we can preserve their messages, preserve their memories, then we can retrieve those messages and memories at times of use. And so, yeah, I'd encourage you to listen in. John is really interesting and really inspirational. So thank you for tuning in. Hi, Jonathan. Welcome to The Connected Generation. It's awesome to have you today. Thank you so much for having me on. I think this is so cool. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, So today you're the founder of Time Capsule Family Connections, which is really cool in itself. But before we unpack what Time Capsule does. Can you tell us more about you and how you got to where you are today? Yeah, um, so I, uh, just so you know where I I am today, as you said, I run a legacy building company called Time Capsule Family Connections. And it really started out when I was younger, about, oh, probably 15 or so. I started to do a lot of research in to my father. I lost my father when I was five years old and grew up with all women around me. I was actually the only man in the, in the neighborhood even that was around consistently. All the dads either worked yeah. or you know, weren't really around that much. And I grew up with two sisters, a great-grandmother mm-hmm. and a grandmother that were around all the time. But my uncles came around maybe every once in a while. So I wanted to know more about my dad and learn from what he could teach me while he wasn't here. I spent the better part of, oh, the last 10 years um, researching him and trying to figure out who he was and all the nitty gritty. And no one would tell me anything that would really, you know, uh, stomp on his grave, which is I wanted to know what he did wrong. I wanted to know what I could learn and how I could grow how to do better um, because everything that everyone said was that he was an amazing father, an amazing person, and he was extremely smart, and all these absolutely amazing things. Um, but it wasn't until I turned 20 later that we were cleaning out his office um, a little bit more than we had done in the years past. And I had found um, paperwork that were 
things and different things about his past that I finally learned about him. And it took me that long to figure out who he was. And even when I was young, then routine, I always wanted to know my dad. I just didn't do a lot of research. So I knew that there had a way to learn about your family that passed away and learn from them and create a time capsule while I was in school for entrepreneurship and political science and human resources at college. I decided create this business which has a just amazing and so cool to hear everyone's stories but that's kind of how i got to where i am today and where i am running this it's it's really incredible um your story is incredible because you um could have gone through all what you went through without thinking of how to impact other people um but you you chose a different path and that was okay um i lost my father and what would I have loved to have at that point in time? And you're seeking to recreate that for other folks. So can you tell us more about Time Capsule Family Connections, what it does, how how it works, etc.? Yes, yeah, so is a legacy building company that provides the questions for a more in-depth and truthful legacy. Really how to break that down a little bit more specifically, what we do is we have gone and done research from psychologists, novelists, journalists, other people, part of the Dead Parent Society, and found out what questions that people use to get a more truthful story and what questions people wanted to know from their family, friends, and et cetera. So they, um, we then asked those questions in a 20-minute video format and 180 possible questions that you could be asked. 20 minutes and really what is a personal journal entry so that way you can build your time capsule like that and see how much you've grown this also then leaves behind a whole library of videos for your family and your friends to learn about you from your own mouth so that way you don't have to uh, no one has to talk badly about you you're, you're telling your stories you to learn and leave that behind. Um, so really that's what Time Capsule is about, is just making sure that we tell the right questions and that we make that connection to uh, help improve your family history and help improve how you see yourself and your growth. That's incredible. And along your journey, because um, you started working on this straight at college, right? In college, yeah. Well, sophomore year of college was the first pitch competition I won and that's how I created this so, so yeah. whoa okay so let's go back a little bit <laughs> <laughs> um what challenges did you face in that journey oh, and how did you overcome those oh there's so many um I love this question and hate this question all at the same time uh because if I, I were you I'd be exactly the same <laughs> I love to learn from my mistakes. I think that it's so much fun. Uh, most of my friends and I do a lot of things in our minds because of it. But uh, really, I think the biggest challenge to overcome was having people tell me that it couldn't be done. Um, because how this started was as a VR company. And we wanted to literally make it so you could sit across from someone that's already passed putting on a VR headset, which we're still working on. We got close a couple of times, but um, we just don't have the funding behind it to really get to that point yet. That 
a future date thing. So everyone either said that it could be done and how cool it was, or it couldn't be done and I'm wasting my time. That was the biggest hurdle. Um, other than the fact that I spent the better part of two years working on the VR system when I didn't know until I had a very good mentor and for today that told me what is the most important part of your company? Is it asking questions? What would you would have won from your father? Would you prefer the VR headset with no sound or would you prefer him sitting in front of a camera asking questions and, I was, and, and answering questions? And I said the, you know, I said that I wanted to uh, answers. I wanted to hear his voice and make sure that I have that video. So I spent two years researching and developing the wrong thing until I had things around me to be like, let's unpack this a little bit more. How can you pivot this to make it what exactly what you want? And that's how we today. So time capsule and it right now is actually less than a year old um, but we've been around since 2008 recording legacy since then so mm. it's been a very long journey and and i've had how i've dealt with all these tribulations really is through amazing family and absolutely amazing friends who were willing to hear me scream and yell <laughs> and you know not at them by any means but it really was me flipping tables for three years being like how golf the way that I wanted to um, at first or how come the VR didn't work or how come I'm spending all this money when you know all this stuff happens and I had a lot of great friends that would sit with me and go over marketing tips I helped friends start businesses which helped me think a little bit more outside the box I became a mentor at e4all I started to do the stuff to make sure my brain was tested. I had a mentor, she's still my mentor. Uh, she just lives in South Korea now. And her and I used to go eight different management styles and things at that I was running. And when I tell you, I learned the most from her because she was willing to give me a shot at debate why I think something is right, even though I was a student and she has been in entrepreneurship, the entrepreneurship field for um, close to 30 years at that point. It yeah. was it was just very rewarding to be able to be part of that. And I dealt with all of it by having the friends that were willing to let me do that and willing to let me make mistakes and write mentors. And it took me forever to find mentors. Oh my God, with the reason why time capsule- I was gonna ask you about, I was gonna ask you, how did you find all these amazing people? Mm. Yeah, so, I found actually from mistakes that I've made in the past. I have two mentors right now that came from me not doing the work part of a launch contest when I was early, mm -hmm. early stages in my business because I was stuff and then I was part of this whole launch thing and it was so great and I got to learn a lot, but then there's so much homework involved and I couldn't, and I just couldn't handle everything. I didn't have eight arms. So I didn't get to pitch because I didn't do that work, rightfully so. And the two judges that were part of it, that judged the pitch competition, I, I said, hey, I really need help. And my pitch wasn't ever any up, anywhere up to par. Mm -hmm. And they became mentors. We talk at least once a month, if not every other, at the least amount every other month. And they pulled me apart. They literally sit there and they're like, all right, you know, I, you have the best interest. This isn't where you should be going. Or 
why don't you think about this? That's the biggest thing. And my mentors and I have an agreement that I'm asking for their advice, not their permission. Therefore, mm -hmm. I can, I'll continue if I feel like that is what I was doing before a conversation was still right. But most of the time, I end up taking their advice. As for the one mentor that I had the most success with, um, he actually came teacher that um, I never really got along with, but he thought that I would this person very well. And I did. Mm -hmm. And him, he went on one phone call with me and kept talking back and forth and eventually pulled everything that I was doing together and helped me organize my mind. And that all happened. I also still have my longest mentor is someone from high school. And she's someone that teaches me every time how far I've come and let mm -hmm. me celebrate some of the things that I've done because I am the biggest, uh, I am probably the biggest fighter against my qualities. Um, and I'm someone that doesn't feel like they've come very far in life. So having her to be there in you when you started, you were much different. You've definitely changed and you are doing exactly what you said you're going to do. It's just taking longer than I would like. I'm that way so I think that's how I found my mentors and they've really helped me to get through the hardest times of you know helping to be like no don't think about the people they know it's like you thank them mm. for their candor on the matter and you walk away um which is the hardest thing is turn the other cheek I used to yell all the time until I found some of my mentors that went why why <laughs> don't give them that accreditation they do not mm. deserve that aspect of your life so it takes a lot for me to to get mad when i do get mad usually i uh I, a lot of my friends are like you don't want to talk to him right now I'm like no we're just we're gonna leave him. um it takes a lot for me to at least express it um because have something be have me willing to express it because of something that happened um it mm -hmm. usually is because it happened so many times and i've communicated it and done everything i possibly can and then by the end of it i'm uh, I will get mad at that point in time, but it's because of mentors that taught me how to take it out of my system, turn the mm -hmm. other cheek and not deal with it and be like, you know, you can't just keep moving. Think about it for a minute and keep going. And uh, that's kind of how I've dealt with everything. Incredible. Um, I was gonna, you know, you said time capsule as it is, is in its present form or what have you has only been in existence for one year and you it's been a non-linear journey right um i want us to unpack that a little bit um the distinction between you studied entrepreneurship at college right mm -hmm. and the the difference between entrepreneurship in theory and the academic yeah <laughs> and entrepreneurship in practice mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so um yeah, the the differences are very wide, and that some of the things that we focused on and are not things that I would say are necessary, and then there are other things that weren't um, that weren't as I thought they should be, and it was rightfully so because by the time we got out of college, those were the things that everyone wanted to hear. Um, there's all some things on there though that we never thought we would use. The one sentence pitch. Who's going to come up and ask you what's your one sentence pitch? And when I say that I use that at least once a month, if not once a week, it is you know the amount of people that are like, oh, what is your core values of your business? What is what are you doing? Um, 
is truly fantastic and something that we focused on that none of uh, all of my entrepreneurship friends were like, why? Why are we doing this? Why are we focusing so much on it? Uh, again, having an amazing teacher at uh, Kanisha's, which is no longer there, um, but who told me this is what you're going to need. So let's focus on it a little bit. Um, entrepreneurship in reality is aggressive, but very and ambitious and yet cool. Um, mm. college, they teach you that entrepreneurship is almost a science mm -hmm. and that you can mess up as long as you have the right equation to fix yourself up. What I've realized, even from being a mentor and mentoring other businesses into existence, is the fact that it's not a science and there was is an equation to solve any problem, uh, which is usually fell short in uh, college, which is why I also don't agree with the fact that most entrepreneurship degrees are very math heavy. I'm not a math person. Yeah. Um, so that was very hard for me where I, as a consultant for small business, they mentor and as a business myself, I know enough where I can do the budgeting and do all the operations. So that's really where um, I think the difference is. I, I don't think that entrepreneurship is as math heavy. And usually you can find someone that is financially literate that can help you sort that out or that can do that, that can sit down with you once a month and kind of sort things out and make sure that you're doing the right things. Uh, but those are the differences, at least that I see in entrepreneurship mm. from that sort of view. And the mentors that you have, are they academic mentors or are they other business folk? Um, just curious to know more. Um, for my, the mentors are a little bit of everything um, on purpose. I mentors that were good at everything I wasn't. Uh, my strengths because of my mentor in college who told me, hey, like this is what you're really, let's keep to that a little bit and let's learn from some of the, your weaker points and um so all of my mentors one of my mentors is good at fundraising and she's amazing at operations which i'm an operator anyway so she helps me pick up the little pieces that i sometimes don't think about um, i have another mentor that's really good at web design and really good at uh, web-based businesses and he's awesome another one that's good at family business uh, South Korea, her family owns a lot of businesses in South Korea, and she grew up with that. So when I need that, I definitely want her. Another one is um, more operational, but small business operations. And she works for a bunch of different companies and will reference a few of them when I have problems. So like, this is how we solved it, which is a really good problem solving uh, person. And then, of course, I have my teacher from high, from high school that comes in and she's good at looking at the bigger picture for things. Really, all of my mentors are good that when I need help with something that I can pick up the phone and just be like, hey, I think I've I think I've done all I can do. Can we sit down and hear my questions and they'll walk me through it? That's incredible. And I guess now um, wanted to learn more about the platform and like your typical um, user and user of it. What struggles are they facing and how does using your platform has helped them along their journey yeah so right now we are the our biggest seller is to 
either new parents or new grandparents. Um, they are the people that are kind of realizing their morality and wanting to leave something behind for their kids. Um, people that heard my story and were like, oh, I need to do this for my kids and make sure that they don't have to go through that. Um, as something to leave behind to family, how I would like it to be used is as journal entries. I want people to come in once a week and pay, you know, the monthly fee down with me and, and talk about what they're going through and, and use our questions as more as a base camp for how much they're going to change. Um, that's where I, I really want to, but our target user right now are people between the ages of 25 to 35. And the people that we mostly service are between the ages of about 28 to 35 and the 55 to about 65 age group. The people that are new to it, they're realizing that they have, they're now becoming the matrix of the family or creating their own and starting to do that themselves. So. Mm. And what are the common issues, like the challenges that they're facing? Yeah. Um, it's a good question. Because you say it's typically folks that are new parents and new grandparents. And so what is what about the platform appeals to them, I guess? A lot of them like the fact that it's easy, that it's technical for their grandkids, so that way their grandkids can use it. Um, and they like the... It's, it's hot. They like the, the idea that they don't have to think about the questions. Most of the time that's when mm. people come in. It's because they don't have to think about the fact that they are, um, the fact that they have to be like, oh, what should I ask? Anything like that. It's like, no, we have that. That's all, that's all set. We're good to do that. Um, which is always a plus. One of the struggles of every single person and why they use it, they use it because they want to leave something behind. And mm -hmm. they don't know how to because they want to comment on photographs. And I people that bring in photographs and they'll be like, oh, this is this person, this is this person, this is this person. Uh, they want to do that stuff and how to. Uh, they mm -hmm. don't know how to set that up. They they want to have it on, but they don't want to have it on their So mm -hmm. that's where our servers come in. Uh, all really... The problems that they're having in their personal life vary from the fact that they are realizing that they're starting to get the end sector of their life, or a lot of them call it the beginning, new beginning for themselves, which I loved that one of my clients used it and they're just like, this is, um, you know, my kids are grown up. I'm, you know, my, it was her husband passed away and her response was, she was like, this is my new beginning. Um, and you, it was one of those moments you could tell was really healing for her because it was, you could tell she knew it was towards the end of her time, but yet she knew that this was also a new start for her as well. Mm. So we have some of those clients that come in. We have some of those clients that just want to tell their love story and they want people to make, they want to make sure that their kids believe in love and that they can have that one day. So wow. uh, really their struggles go all over the board honestly it's the most rewarding thing i think i could ever do with my life is sit down and talk with somebody i i live by the quote that i i think i came up with it i could someone could have i could have heard it someplace but um it's everyone's an expert at something you just have to be willing to sit down and talk with them to find out mm -hmm. what that is and mm -hmm. to be able to do that um every day and be able to see people and talk with them and get to 
fact that their you know grandparents were a b and c and did this and this and um is very just very rewarding and it definitely helps me in everyday life because you see their struggles and sometimes they're in a pale in comparison to what you see in the world but they they're worse off than you in your head and you can't believe how happy they are you can't believe how satisfied they are with where they are and it is it truly is amazing but I can't say to loop around back to your to your question. I can't say one specific topic that they're all coming because mm-hmm. they want a, a, B, and C, which mm-hmm. stinks because marketing purposes. But yeah, that, I, I mean, I was just trying to get folks to um, to see how your platform is helping people. So I guess getting getting more practical, like I, Nika, I sign up on your platform. What what does that look like? Um, you said you've got questions on that, but just want to bring it to life a little bit for folks to understand. Yeah. So if you go to our website, www.timecapsulellc.com, you go through a bunch of information on the first page. Go over to services, and you'll see all of the different things that you can get. Then once you click on a service, you can have it in online or in person. If you live 90 minutes from Buffalo, you can do in-home or in person. There's also one $9.99 a month version where we give you the questions, but I would implore you to go look at that yourself because I'm gonna I'm gonna describe the more um, question-based stuff that we that we do. If when we when you go in and you pay for an online session, I then will contact you and we'll set up a meeting to go over career goals, what or whatever you wanted the video to be about. In that meeting is also going to be we then talk about what you're what you want to talk about we have career oriented goals we have family we have legacy we have romance we have general we have age-based goals all of those things that we can talk about in in your session Mm. after we have that we i hit record and i will ask questions that could be any of the 280 that we have and you get 20 minutes or 20 questions that's every single time that you record with us after that's done, I end every session by going, is there anything else that you want to tell to your future generations at this point in time? We then end the re- recording, goes onto our server. The server then gives you a sign-in to get in and see that video, um, in which time it will you'll be able to access your time capsule from anywhere in the world, which is really, really awesome. Uh, but that is our process. Amazing, amazing. I think it's very clear now. Um, and in terms of this audience, uh, family business owners, family offices, um, execs and businesses, how can this help them um, in, you know, navigating generational transition, handover, etc.? Well, just generally in their business. So I think that the biggest part of that is the fact that you will finally be able to leave behind videos that when someone was wondering, oh, what would have my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my grandfather done in this situation? We just went through a uh, pandemic or panorama, if you would like to talk about it that way. Um, but, and a lot of us, what our parents would have done, what mm-hmm. would have my grandmother in this situation, how would have they dealt with this? Maybe you couldn't get exactly, you know, have a question right now that says, you know, what you what you would have done in the in the event that you owned a business and a pandemic happened. Mm. Um, 
but you definitely get a sense of how they thought that they gave and it helps every future generation thereafter to help run this um to make sure that you always have that kind of a say in it just as an advice again this is an i'm asking your advice not your permission you know this is the idea that every generation that comes in and takes over that business will have an easier time than the last because they get to learn about what they did and what was happening at the time that either failed or six or incredible and i think you've hit the nail on the head as to what is a common source of friction in families um, after um, the patriarch or matriarch passed away. And that is that we don't know what mum or dad would have really wanted in this given scenario. And there's a lot of guesswork and a lot of opportunity for bickering. And, you know, I think he would have wanted this or she would have wanted that. And we don't have clarity and to, for mum or dad to have pre-recorded, you know, their wishes and dreams and, you know, different areas from the most esoteric to the most practical, I think is super value adding um, and, you know, gives, gives folk a deeper insight into who they are and their values and their wishes and what have you. Yeah, that's, and that's what we love is if we have somebody that had a family business come in, but we have ended family feuds before using our service so that's always really cool i've done it twice um one unintentionally and one intentionally where someone gave us to either side of the party that way they didn't have to talk to each other but yet they both heard each, each side of the story and then eventually they come together and realize that like oh that's what you said um so they both keep their integrity and they but yet they still get to hear that and sometimes it works and uh both times for me it's worked it doesn't mean that it will work every time but Mm -hmm. Definitely cool, and I definitely that, that same aspect will work in this case, uh, where this is a completely private service. Like mm -hmm. we will, you only share it with the people you want to share it with. This isn't a social media site. This isn't something that you you put with every single person that can find it. No, we have a separate server altogether. It is mm -hmm. separate even from the internet. So having the ability to just be able to send a link send a share thing with someone in your family to log in that server to see that video um, means that you can say exactly what you want and make sure that it's going to be with the people that are going to get the most out of it. Mm -hmm. Incredible, incredible. Any closing comments for the audience? Any other I mean, business? <laughs> yeah, honestly, I would just say that it's definitely after i mean a lot of research it definitely helps to do journal um, and i would definitely encourage everyone to come go look at the website www.timecapsule.com and just see what we're about i mean come through mm -hmm. and if you my email's even on there if you ever want advice or you ever want anything like that from a young founder that definitely heard no way too many times more than i think i heard no um <laughs> From a business standpoint, I definitely think that uh, if you if anyone wants that kind of help, I'm always willing to give that advice and make sure that people have the right people around them. So, Incredible. Thank you so much, Jonathan. It's been awesome having you on the podcast. Thank you so much. Awesome. I think, I mean, just reflecting over the last five, six guests that we've had on the podcast and there's a recurring theme. 
And that theme is the importance of stories and narratives and the importance of not only the stories we tell ourselves, but also the importance of stories we tell other people. And it was Winger or Gujimi on last week's episode that really made this distinction between um, when we think about what we're leaving for the next generation or what a generation inherits from the prior generation, it's not only the tangible, but it's also the intangible. And this intangible speaks to the stories, the narratives, the histories, the networks. And we had an um, we unpacked this on the episode and we said, ultimately, the tangible is really important, right? Like the assets, the income and, and what have you is really important. We want to ultimately pass this on to the next generation. But quite often, we focus so much on that outcome. We don't focus on the input, the input that leads to that output of wealth. And that input is honestly the story, the narratives, the strong sense of identity. And why I love what Jonathan does is that quite often when we lose a loved one, we start reflecting on not only like going through grief, but in a family enterprise setting, there's a lot of decision-making that needs to be made that can be quite difficult to make because you actually don't know what it is that your loved one would have done in a given situation. And we take all that away by having pre-recorded messages, asking them scenario-based questions, asking them values-based questions, get a deeper insight into the head and the heart of our loved ones. And we get a stronger sense of who was our loved one what values do they want us to pass on? What identity do they want us to keep inculcating? And I think this is super important, which is why I love the work that Jonathan does. So I'd encourage you to follow his work, um, check out his website and get in touch if this would be a service that would add value to your family. Thank you so much for tuning in. Take good care and God bless you.